It is Tuesday, July 25th. I'm Scott Seidenberg. And I'm AJ Hoffman. A billion dollars for a soccer player? And the Raiders sign a three-time All-Pro. Here comes the Vegas truth. This is Straight out of Vegas. We are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your day. Raiders make a big splash in free agency. A billion dollars for Mbappe. $50 million? And who do you think you kidnapped, Chelsea Clinton? And the Green Bay Packers have a statement about Jordan Love. What is the Vegas lead, Scott? Well, there's not much to say on the Mbappe thing. Except we'll get to it, it It's just in a, it's, it's Monopoly money. But that's what happens with the uh, the Saudi money coming into sports nowadays. And could it impact the four major professional sports here in the United States? I think that's a legitimate question to ask. But the lead is going to be the NFL because this is the last week without football. Let's just oh, yeah. let Hall that sink of Fame in. game coming up. Let that sink in. This is the last week without football. Yes, the Hall of Fame game on August 3rd. The Jets and the Browns are working hard so that none of their starters can play in Canton, Ohio. But it's going to be a good time because football is back. Zach Wilson's getting loose. Ready. <laughs> yeah. I forgot he's on the Jets. Yeah, he's a Jet, baby. The Jets unveiled their new throwback uniforms yesterday. They're wearing, like, the white with the old, like, green helmets. That's what the they'll Jets wear at, uh, at the Hall of Fame game? Oh, I don't know if that's what they were there, okay. but they, they just they you know every team is has throwbacks this year. I saw a great and so they model like it's like Sauce Gardner, Darren Rogers, Queen and Williams. And it's like oh yeah, last year that would have been Zach Wilson yeah. modeling that jersey. I saw a picture of of Aaron Rodgers in a Jets uniform and. It said, this looks like who would be on the cover of an Aaron Rodgers Jets Halloween costume. <laughs> he does look really weird. In, Some people in, call him the, the, the great gazoo with the, with the, his big green helmet. Yeah, it's an, it's an odd look. But, I mean, Mackenzie, that wins, wins. That, that's from the Flintstones cartoon. Do you remember that? It's a living. Okay. Uh, so let's talk NFL. And the big story coming out of here in Vegas is the Raiders signing Pro Bowl cornerback Marcus Peters. Surprised that no one else went out and signed him, AJ. I am. And this is, like you said, Pro Bowl. This is a three-time All-Pro, including mm-hmm. a two-time first-team All-Pro. The Raiders were awful in the secondary last season. It, ha- it had to be addressed. And they signed a guy in Marcus Peters who he's 30 years old. 32 career interceptions is more than the rest of the Raiders combined who have 26 career interceptions. So instantly adds a, a starter to the Raiders team. And again, terms weren't released, but it is odd to me that somehow Marcus Peters has not been picked up before yesterday. Like how this guy was, you know, a starter for the Ravens a year ago and just sitting around collecting dust all this offseason didn't make much sense to me. I know he's got some, he's had some off field uh, emotional issues with coaches and with teammates. He also, the guy could ball. He also missed the entire 21 season with a torn ACL. Sure. And but he came th- back and played last year. Sure. And he's 30 years old. But what what do we always say when it comes to, you know, some free agents and, and, and players in sports? No one really knows you more than your own team knows you. Yeah. And if the Ravens had no interest in bringing him back, then maybe they know more than what 
other teams know. To be fair, this is the first time in his career that he's been a free agent. Like, he's never been able to test free agency before. He, he's either been re-signed, like, uh, extended, or or traded. Mm-hmm. Uh, traded from the Chiefs to the Rams, traded from the Rams to the Ravens. So this is the first time where he's had an opportunity to go test the market. Obviously, not a lot of teams are looking to spend a ton of money this offseason, it doesn't seem, unless you're, like, a defensive tackle. Um, but Marcus Peters yesterday does get some money. Will will I'm almost certain be a starter for the Raiders day one, assuming he's healthy enough to be on the field because he's better than anything they've got. Doesn't really move the needle, in my opinion. Uh, I I don't think so either. But in a in a division where you've got to play Patrick Mahomes twice, you've got to play Justin Herbert mm-hmm, twice. Mm-hmm. It's probably not a bad thing for the Raiders to uh, to be shoring up the secondary. Yeah, I mean the the, the starting cornerbacks were. Nate Hobbs and I don't know Duke Shelley. Yeah, and Nate Hobbs a nickel and one of the one of the better young nickels in in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, this ensures that he's not going to have to go play outside. So yep. uh, I, I think it's a good move overall for the Raiders. Again, I, it doesn't make the Raiders like a contender to win the AFC West or anything, but it is interesting to see teams still making moves this late in the se- in the off season. As you said, football starts next week. Yeah, but teams will do that because. Players are going to go down in training sure. camp, and players are going to get signed. The The Buffalo Bills just suffered a blow to their backfield. Naeem Hines, out for the year, and this is a non-football injury. This was a jet ski injury. Yeah, which means that his his contract is uh, basically doesn't have to be honored by the Bills. So it's a, a bad situation for him, obviously, in a time where it's hard for running backs to get any money. Uh, but Now, here's what I want to know. Because Himes was sitting on a stationary jet ski when he was struck by another jet ski. No reports confirming if that jet ski was, in fact, driven by Saquon Barkley or Josh Jacobs. <laughs> I think it could have been. It's uh, Dalvin Cook was driving or Dalvin that Cook, Kareem yes. Hunt driving yeah. it. Who knows? Uh, yeah. And here's the thing about Naheem Hines. He wasn't, it wasn't a guarantee he was going to make the roster. Uh, he is a versatile guy. He's an experienced guy, but what we know is James Cook and Damian Harris are expected to be kind of the the lead guys. Latavius Murray looks like he's the third back, so either they were going to keep him as sort of a specialist, which seems un- unlikely, or maybe he was going to end up on on the scrap heap anyway. So uh, unfortunate timing for him. I don't know. I, th- I feel like teams carry that fourth running back that could be you know whether it's a special teams player or just somebody that comes in and catches some passes or plays on third downs here and there. And that could be a role for Reggie Gilliam, who it was a, a college tight end who's basically spent his time converting to running back with Buffalo. And you're looking for a niche role as a pass catcher uh, on an NFL team. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt when the pass catching running back is gone for the season. So it may have, uh, may have helped move him up the depth chart a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but this is going to happen throughout training camp. We're going to see players go down and we're going to see free agents get signed. In fact, there's guys that maybe do it strategically and don't sign until they see how training camp unfolds. We've talked about that with Jadavian Clowney, right? Just yeah. sit, work out on your own because they'd rather their own workouts with their own trainers than the strict schedules of an NFL training camp. Get in shape, and then when somebody goes down, you pick up the phone, your agent starts calling teams, next thing you know, you're signing with a contender. I think another important part of the strategy has to be don't get hit by a jet ski. That's important to consider. Do not get hit by jet skis. Ruins your chances 
of playing football the next season. Uh, Lions, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, he was uh, carted off the field yesterday. He is considered day-to-day MRI, said no structural damage. That could have been a big blow to their defense because he was a big part of that Eagles defense last year when he was acquired in a trade from the Saints and was expected or is still expected to play a big role in that Lions secondary. Yeah, I, I I think the Lions, anything on defense right now is is mm-hmm. priority for them to uh, to get right before the season starts. Yeah, and, and hey, Dan Campbell's doing up-downs with the team, so you know they're fired up. You know what? I love what Dan Campbell said the other day, and I, I know we're maybe a day late on, on talking about this, but Dan, when Dan Campbell said the hype train on us is out of control, like we have to really prove it on the field, that makes me feel good about the Lions. Like the fact that Dan Campbell realized his team is is getting a lot of hype uh, and the expectation for them to back it up is going to be high. So I, I, I actually like him saying that. Like, we haven't proven anything yet. I don't know why people are hyping us up. I, I, I want his team to go in with that chip on their shoulder. Well, the Lions are the favorite to win the NFC North for the first time, and it seems like forever. Uh, Mackenzie, how close are the odds for uh, the Vikings are the second favorite? How close are the Vikings and the Lions in the odds to win the NFC North right now? So the Lions are the favorite, according to our pregame consensus of four books at plus 140. The Vikings are 290. The Bears and Packers are tied for third favorite at 4-1. to one. Bears and Packers with the oh. same odds think, to think win the division. Think about that. Bears and Packers tied in the odds. It's been different a long times, time. Different times. Well, I think it all has to do with the quarterback. And, and it's, you it's, think? Well, obviously. But it's I, I can't believe that like there's more faith in Justin Fields and the Bears roster than Jordan Love and the Packers roster. Well, there's the exact same amount of faith, it looks like. <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel like Jordan Love has more players around him with a better chance to succeed than Justin Fields. Uh, I agree with that, but I also think that Justin Fields today is a better player than Jordan Love is. So Jordan, Jordan Love's a guy who could take over a game. And well, I, we don't know. We don't know what we're going to see Sure, we Jordan don't know. But- and you know what? The Packers don't know because – they are saying their president, Mark Murphy, said yesterday that it's going to take a half a season to know what Jordan Love is. So they don't even know what they have. Well, and I think when he says that, he means it's as far as signing them to an extension. Like, it's going to take some – and I think that's the the wise move. Uh, they were in sort of this similar situation with Aaron Rodgers at one point. And Aaron Rodgers' first full year as a starter wasn't great from a, a win-loss standpoint. But the Packers saw something in him and said, hey, this is going to be our guy. Uh, I, I think saying that it might take half a season to, to figure that out, not out of, the, out of this world crazy for the Packers to think that. I, I don't, like you said, I don't know what Jordan Love is. I don't know if he's any good. Um, I do know that, I mean, you mentioned the weapons. And I, now that I think about it, I don't know. The Bears, might, Bears may have better weapons than the Packers well, now that they've added DJ Moore. Uh, DJ Moore is better than anybody on the Packers, right? Receiving-wise? Yeah. Mm. It's really just Christian Watson. They got yeah. rid of Lazard. They got rid of Cobb. Yeah, is it DJ Moore, Darnell Moody, like Romeo Dubs. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. um, Aaron Jones is. I mean, I'd take Aaron Jones over Dante Foreman. Uh, yeah, I guess I would take that too. But so, listen, running backs don't matter. That's <laughs> what do we make of the mini extension that Jordan Love did sign? The one year, twenty two and a half million, which is pretty much his fifth year option. Um, so he actually signed an extension entering this season. I know it's not a mega multi-year contract but it's kind of i think it's a prove it deal right i agree i I think it to me it kind of limits his upside it's kind of taking the money where you can get it if he thought he was going to get you know a max deal coming up he wouldn't take this deal well here's the thing i if 
if he would have hit free agency this offseason, mm-hmm. which would have been option B, right? If he doesn't take this money, he hits free agency this offseason. Yeah. I don't know that he's worth $22 million to any team but the Packers. Right. So he took the most money he could get for this season. If he balls out, now he's on the open market next season. Well, who knows nowadays? He, maybe he's franchised. I don't know. But it, it, he's probably on the open market next season. No, the extension was for next season. Oh, he's so he's in, for next season. he's in this yeah. season and next season. Yeah. So if he does great, he's going to be like, man, I could be could have been signing for forty million. But if he again, does terribly, he's like, well, I got twelve million lined up. But you, but you good. agree, who would have signed him for more than that? Yeah. Like even for just one extra year, I, I don't know that anybody would have. I, I think I that's the most money he could have got. So it's him locking in some sort of profit just in case he is a total disaster. Like it, if I'm if I'm a total mess, at least I made twenty two million dollars my last year. And the Packers could have right. gone quarterback if they needed to in the draft, and they decided not to. The, I mean, and, they, they took a quarter. They took Sean Clifford in the fifth round, but in the first round, they took a defensive player. Twelve of their last thirteen first round picks have been defensive players. I think if it's a total again, like if when you have Aaron Rodgers, you don't need to take yeah. a, you know a quarterback. But this year, maybe. But they they felt we're good. I think they start halfway through the season. They'll know if they're taking a quarterback this season or not. I, I, th- yep. I think the president's right about that. That. It may take seven, eight games, but they're going to know if they're one and six. I mean, they're already going to be starting to scout quarterbacks. I, I don't know that it's going to get that dire for the Packers. And if they go seven and ten, I don't know what kind of decision they make. I don't know what the expectation would be for Jordan Love. I, I think they're going to want to see some real promise out of him, though. That's that's the obvious. Uh, but yeah, I, I would think if it's a, a rough start, they're going to start thinking about what the quarterback play is next. Elsewhere in the NFL, we have another gambling suspension. This time, it's Broncos defensive end, Yoma Uwazurike. And love how I said that. Well done. Thank you. Uh, He's been suspended indefinitely for violating the gambling policy. According to reports, he bet on NFL games during last season. Last season being his rookie season. Yes. A fourth-round pick. Didn't do a lot on the field. Played in eight games. Now he's zero sacks. Now he's found himself suspended for at least this year, this is a good way to not make the roster. This is a good way to just be said goodbye to, and now you're lost in the vapors. Uh, it could be playing for the the D.C. Defenders mm-hmm. uh, this time next season. Which is a great team name, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Broncos coach Sean Payton said that during this offseason, they have tried to educate their players on the gambling policy, but this happened before Sean Payton got there. Right. So you can preach, hey, don't violate the gambling policy, uh, Coach. Uh, I I did last, bad news. I did last year. Yeah, but apparently at the uh, like the rookie symposium, they're t- they're giving all these guys the warnings. Don't and, pretend. And apparently, they, some of these guys are choosing to do it anyway. And uh, it's an indefinite suspension, which means that like what we've seen so far is if you bet on games, it's indefinite suspension. If you bet on other sports at a team facility. Or you went into a casino, went into a sports book, that is usually a six game suspension. So it looks like uh, in this case, it's going to be a, a, an indefinite, probably at least a full year. So it looks like he did bet on NFL football games. Do you think he made good money? Did, I mean, was he like 60%? Like, you think he just bet against the Broncos? Like, this is a fucking mess. I like, think if Russell we, Wilson is fucking I'm just, I'm, I'm just wondering. We are like, not winning any game. That's right. What, Have you- <laughs> what was his record? Like, do we tell him? Like, <laughs> I don't think we do. Uh, I, I, I'm guessing if, it, well, maybe he maybe he did have a ton of success. Like it's, I guess it's entire, entirely possible. Well, as McKenzie said, if you bet against the Broncos, I guess he was doing he well. He did okay. And yeah, the under? Yeah. We're not scoring any points. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 
he becomes the 10th player suspended under this new policy, or at least this now being followed policy uh, this offseason. All right, and over, under, a half a player. Is he the sus- last one? Is that what you're asking? Suspended between now and week one of the NFL season. Over. Man, I w- I, this surprised me. I thought they got it all out the way. I'm going to say under. But you think he's the last I'm, one? I'm going to go under as well. All right. All right well, They're trying we'll to get it this all, all, all out in the open before they before the real football starts. Well, speaking of real football, we have odds on who will be the first coach fired in the NFL this season. These odds are courtesy of sportsbetting.ag, and I'm going to let you guys guess. I'll, you get one guess each of who will be the first head coach fired. We're going to have more of a discussion on the dream preview with RJ and Fezzik about this as well, but let's think. Let, let me let me hear what your guys' thoughts are first. AJ, who's the first coach fired? I'm going to go with Ron Rivera, who we've kind of talked about being in a precarious spot. He's got a quarterback that I certainly don't trust. So uh, that's a guy that I'd be looking at. Okay. New ownership who's got no ties mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. McKenzie, who's the first head coach fired? I'm going to go Mike McCarthy. Okay. That's a, good, that's a good guess. Survey says Mike McCarthy is the favorite to Every be the year. first head coach fired. Five to one odds. Todd Bowles, the second favorite at six to one. Ron Rivera, the third favorite at seven to one. What's crazy is how is Mike McCarthy? I understand every year. You're right, McKenzie. Every year they're talking about firing um, Mike McCarthy, but a lot of that talk, at least in my opinion, was because well, Sean Payton was out there last year, and it was like a foregone conclusion, right? Sean Payton's going to be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. You know, he was there with Parcells, and you bring him there, and he's going to turn this franchise around him and have them win Super Bowls again. Nope. Now Sean Payton's got a job. The Cowboys were a 12-win team last year. And the year before. Who goes 24-10 and, and 10 in consecutive yeah. years, wins a playoff game one of those years, and is, and is on the chopping the, block? Yeah, the first coach fired. That's I mean, wild. I, I don't I don't get it. It's not. And, like, hey, Kellen Moore's not there anymore, so it's not like they're saying, we love this whiz kid, we're going to give him the job. You know who the number one team ATS in the regular season is the last two years? The Dallas Cowboys? That would be the Dallas Cowboys wow. at 23-11. and 11. That's impressive. Yeah. 24-10 and, and, and straight up. And when you 24 and 10 straight up and 30, 30 and or yeah, excuse me, 30 and 20 or 20 over the three years for McCarthy, you win 60 percent of your football games in the NFL. Usually you're signing extensions. Here's the thing, though. The GM ain't going anywhere. That's true. You know, it's, it's like it's always going to be him or the quarterback. So who replaces him? Jason Garrett. Helen <laughs> Moore, uh, Wade, gone Wade Phillips. Like who? Who do you bring in if it's not? Why doesn't Jerry Jones just do it? Chan Gailey, yeah. one of those guys. I don't get it. Uh, I understand Ron Rivera, AJ, the- Lincoln Riley. You know Mackenzie, that's not a crazy thought. Lincoln Riley's got a really good gig right now. Of course he does, but it's, Jerry get- Jones <laughs> would pay someone like that. Sure. But, man, especially now in the days of NIL and things like that, like where there's more money around the campuses, like I imagine those boosters will pay up to keep Lincoln Riley. And I've always said this, like when you you talked about who's they're not getting rid of the GM, Lincoln Riley gets to pick his own groceries, like to make the meal. Like Lincoln Riley's picking his players. I still think a high-level, high-prestige college coaching job 
might be better than an NFL job. Like you just the job security is better. A championship every year. We just, we <laughs> just talked about the Cowboys. Let's, Mike McCarthy's yeah. twenty four and ten in the last two years, and they're like first first coach to be fired. Get him <laughs> out of here. Let's also be honest. Like with all due respect to the Rams and the Chargers, USC is the it's the, is the team in, town. in LA, and so Lincoln Riley is the coach in LA, yeah. right? Um, but for the Cowboys, imagine Jerry Jones. I really like what Sam Pittman's done at Arkansas, and we're going to bring him. You know? He's been good at Arkansas, man. He actually has. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's not knock Sam Pittman. How dare you? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How's your social battery right now, AJ? I know sometimes I get drained, and it could be easy to ignore your social battery and just spread yourself too thin, you know, especially when it comes to social gatherings and maybe just things you're not in the mood for. Well, do you know the right amount of socializing you need to do to keep yourself balanced? Therapy can give you that self-awareness and you can build basically your routine that reflects what you need personally. Everybody's different in this way. That was a big driver for me when I was in therapy. I got a lot out of it and it's so easy here Give BetterHelp a try if you've said, I don't want to go out of my way to do this. It's all online. It's as convenient as can be, and it's suited to you. It's simple. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Vegas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Vegas. AJ, It's important to me that the supplements that I take every single day are of the highest quality. And that's why ever since they jumped the board as a sponsor with us, I've been drinking AG1. Because for AG1, quality isn't just a buzzword. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality. And I love that every scoop has prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes for my gut support, B vitamins for energy. It's got the magnesium and ashwagandha for stress support, also testosterone support, vitamin C and zinc to support my immune system. I don't get sick anymore. Well, you're welcome for introducing you to AG1. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this stuff is incredible. And so many people have asked me, are you just reading commercials? No, man. AG1 is actually legit. And there's a reason why I drink it every single day. It just makes taking care of my health so much easier in general. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash SOV. That's drinkag1.com slash SOV. Check it out. Huge news in global football as Saudi Arabian soccer club Al-Halal has made what is the most asinine sports contract offer we have ever heard of. It's crazy. I used to eat at their restaurant in Houston, and now they're they're making these wild offers. This is they, Chicken Shawarma? They've really come up. Nice. Saudi club Al-Halal has offered $332 million to PSG, Paris Saint-Germain, in order to trade for Kylian Mbappe. It's not a trade. It's a uh, it's a transfer, right? Buying out his contract. Basically. Yes. But then they still have to give the player a contract. And that contract offer for one season to play for Al-Halal, $776 million. One billion. 
One billion dollars. One million dollars. <clears throat> well, don't you think we should maybe ask for more than a million dollars? A million dollars isn't exactly a lot of money these days. Virtucon alone makes over nine billion dollars a year. Really? Mm-hmm. It's not a billion dollars for one player for one season. Now, PSG has accepted the, the 332. Why wouldn't they? Because they, they were getting rid of him anyway, right? McKenzie, like, he didn't play in any of their preseason, if you want to call it preseason games, because they, they were trying to move him. Well, yeah, he's been trying to get out of there for years. It's been a long drama that uh, they were ready to curtail. Well, it's been reported that he was going to go to Real Madrid next summer when he's a free agent, and he was going to get, like, $100 million just on a signing fee. And then if he wanted to stay with PSG, he'd get like $80 million bonus. So, but he he wanted to leave. He wanted to go to Real Madrid. Sounds like a bunch of chump change now, doesn't it? Well, why make $100 million when you can make $776 million? <laughs> $100 million is not cool. $776 million, just to put that into perspective, that is $64.6 million a month. That's like his monthly pay. So we're talking... $2.1 million a day, $88,500 an hour, or about $24 a second for an entire year. That's not a bad life. Like, I, I don't know what this Al-Halal, like what the uh, the clubhouse is like there. Mm -hmm. I feel like whatever it is, it'd be worth it for one year. You can put up with anything for one year. It's well, like when you get when you see those things on, on Instagram, could you live here with no phone for one year, like on this deserted island? Yeah, for for seven hundred and seventy six million dollars. Yeah. Well, with Saudi taxes, he's only gonna take home like six hundred twenty. Uh, yeah. Poor guy. The taxes get to you. Well, this is what's happening. So Al Nassar and Al Nasser, another Saudi club, signed Cristiano Ronaldo, and so this Al Halal was trying to compete with them. They went after Messi. They offered three hundred million dollars to try and get Leo Messi, but Messi decided to go play for David Beckham and come to the United States and, and play for Inter Miami. And score the winner in his debut. Exactly. He's just insane. And now they're turning their attention to a younger and some would say better player in Kylian Mbappe. McKenzie, if you look at the, the top players in the world, is Mbappe the best player in the world right now? He's right there. I think conventional wisdom says that he is the best. The pushback I would have is he's never done it in a, in a big club. He's always been in France, which is kind of like a secondary market. The good he, news, he's going to be in another one. He, exactly, and he hasn't had to face the Premier League rigors. He did have an amazing World Cup in 2018, an amazing World Cup in 2022. He's a top-five player for sure. I want to see him do it at the biggest stage. I, I want to wait till he's at Madrid to crown him the best in the world. The If you look at the FIFA 23 rankings, that's a video game, Kylian Mbappe, the highest-rated player in the game, along with Lionel Messi, Robert Lewandowski, and Alexi Lawless. <laughs> Where's Kevin De Bruyne? Same thing. De Bruyne, Karim Benzema. Those are the highest-rated players in the game. Yeah. Forwards are always going to get the love. Kevin De Bruyne is as good as anybody. Just had the greatest six-trophy six season for Manchester City anyone could possibly have. I'll always give it to the best midfielder in the world. That's, yeah, the midfielder. And then, you know, the next up is uh, Courtois. The goalkeeper from Real Madrid. Well, guess what? None of them are worth $776 <laughs> million, I can tell you that much. Belgium. But they're worth Bel a quarter gold of the line. That's he's what I'm he's, he's Belgian, right? Yes. Catois. 
If if yeah. he takes this seven hundred and seventy six million dollar deal, he would make more than the NBA's seventeen highest players combined next season. So Steph, KD, Embiid, LeBron, Jokic, all of them, Butler, Giannis, Gobert, Anthony Davis. That's a scary thought. What if they offer all of their money? The top ten players, like, hey, by the way, here's a billion dollars. Uh, Curry, LeBron. It, they Durant. could do that. Like, I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. No? I, so. Somebody will say yes. Somebody's gonna, you so, know it's going to be Paul George. Fucking Paul George. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about this for a second. Now I know these guys are joking. Giannis put out something on Twitter says, "Hey, you could take me. I look like Kylian Mbappe." Kind of does with a picture of up, right? LeBron posted the uh, GIF of um, Forrest Gump running. And say said me heading to Saudi when they call Rich Paul and Maverick Carter for that one year deal. Wow, like that's a that's a blatant. Yeah, that's they a, just let him know. Hey, I'm available. <laughs> Listen, it's a funny it's a funny joke, right? Looking Jay, for a good time. Uh, Draymond Green said they got basketball leagues too, right? Question mark question mark. <laughs> you know, and then you have JJ Watt saying Saudi Arabia interested in American football by any chance? So I'm not a retirement. I understand it's a funny joke to say on Twitter. But let's talk about the reality of the situation. They've gone after golf, right? They gave all the money to the best golfers in the world and started live, and it created a whole bunch of issues for the PGA. What's to stop them from starting their own basketball league and offering this crazy money? And what happens when a player decides to go? LeBron James has made $531 million in his whole life. What if they give him more than that to play one year? That's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't they? What, like, why would they not? I, I, I mean, at some point, somebody's going to get an offer that's at least similar to that. I, I'm betting someone takes it. I don't. I mean, obviously, I, I I would guess that soccer or football is a lot bigger in Saudi Arabia at this point than than basketball is. But it's coming. Sure. It, it's going to happen eventually. The the golf thing. We talked about this when the live first came into vogue. This is going to happen to other leagues. Golf is not the end all of this. It's it's going to keep happening. And I, I'm, I'm expecting it to to go into the NBA next. Like I, I think they played a preseason game in Abu Dhabi like uh, last year, right? So they 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 have a, a foothold or they have something in in over there in the Middle East. Now uh, Saudi Arabia is a lot different than, than sure. you know than than Abu Dhabi and the, the UAE, but still, you know what they got money. A lot of it. Yeah. And if they want Giannis and LeBron and every other elite NBA player. Not everyone. Not, not everyone. Not Dame Lillard. He's got principles. Yeah. <laughs> He's only playing for the Heat. That's it. He's made it clear. It's the Heat or nobody. Not billions even, of dollars? No. Not never. even you, Al Hilal. You can't get me. Maybe billions. And plus, what, what kind of prospects do they have to offer the Blazers anyway? You know, sometimes the travel just adds up, boys. Major League Baseball action yesterday. We talked about the travel situation for the San Francisco Giants, a very weird circumstance where they were on this long road trip that saw them go from Pittsburgh to Cincinnati to Washington, D.C., and then instead of having an off day where they would travel home for a series beginning with the A's tonight in San Francisco, instead they had to go to Detroit and play against the Tigers in a day game, and the Tigers, meanwhile, were home the whole time. This is a makeup from a game that was rained out in April. The Giants come in, losers of, four, of five straight. 
Make it six straight. They lose to the Tigers yesterday, five to one. So the travel just not adding up. And I'd have concerns for them tonight against the Oakland A's. If we're being honest, first off, the team's just not playing well. But I just don't like the, the situation. There's, you also don't like the Oakland A's. Yeah. Ken Waldachuk starts for the A's tonight. Alex Cobb scheduled to go for the Giants. Let's take a look at the rest of the schedule, though, for tonight. The Angels will be at those Tigers. Eduardo Rodriguez gets the start for Detroit. Griffin Canning goes for the Angels. The Tigers are a minus-130 favorite at home with Erod on the mound. Tigers hotly. He's their best pitcher, and they are probably hoping that he pitches well because he could still be shopped at the deadline. He's probably their biggest asset. Mm. Wouldn't be surprised to see him gone uh, by this time next week. The Orioles are at the Phillies. They continue the series. Orioles pulled out a win last night. They stay uh, on top of the American League East. Phillies will look to bounce back. Taiwan Walker on the mound for them tonight. They are a minus-135 favorite. Kyle Gibson gets the start for the Orioles. Marlins are at the Rays. It's Edward Cabrera on the mound for Miami. Tyler Glass now goes for Tampa. The Rays are minus 190 at home. Rockies are at the Nationals. Colorado with a big win yesterday in D.C., putting up some offensive numbers without some of their top bats. Austin Gomber gets the start for Colorado. Trevor Williams for the Nats. D.C. minus 145. The Subway Series from the Bronx. The Mets at the Yankees. Justin Verlander getting the start for the Mets. Domingo Herman for the Yankees. The Mets, a minus 130 favorite. It feels like a decent number, right? And uh, I was reading yesterday about the Mets and the possibility of the Mets maybe trading off Verlander or Scherzer, moving one of those big arms at the deadline and trying to basically say, hey, it's not us this year. Let's rebuild and make another run at it. Would that shock you to see the Mets as sellers? No, because the season just hasn't gone the way that it was supposed to go. And you would think that with the ownership and with the money that they spent this year. Is it really that, that much money, though? It's not like they're paying them more than Mbappe. No. But if there, if, but if there was an owner in Major League Baseball that would pay Mbappe, it would be Steve Cohen. Uh, I don't think he can afford him. I don't know <laughs> you, that he can, yeah. You would think that – go look up Steve Cohen's value, okay? Uh, you would think that with the Mets, they would still be buyers and just be defiant on where they are in the standings. Like, almost just be like, oh, yeah, we're seven games out of a wild card spot? No, we're not. Like, we're still going to we're still gonna try and win. I think the bigger problem for the Mets has been Pete Alonso because he has been trash. And there was a report out there that Alonso, remember when he had that wrist injury and he was supposed to miss several weeks with that injury, three to four weeks maybe with that injury. He came back very quickly, like 11 days later. But since that return, he's got one of the lowest WRC pluses in baseball. He's slugging under 300. He's been terrible. And he lost to Julio Rodriguez in the home run derby. That was probably not a good idea, but you know what? Sometimes they were saying that sometimes players like actually like to do the derby. It like gives them a boost for the second half. I think it hurts them in the second half, but maybe he was just trying to find his swing again because his power numbers have been bad and it could be the injury or maybe he just wanted to be in the derby just so he can hit some home runs and get his swing back. But so far it has not been good for him. I just don't trust the Mets. I mean, I trust Verlander. I just don't trust the Mets right now. 
Uh, then again, how, how much can you trust the Yankees either? The Braves are at the Red Sox. Charlie Morton is scheduled to get the start for Atlanta. I'm not sure what the Red Sox are going to do with their situation just yet. I do trust the Braves. I don't know about you. I trust the Braves. Yeah, the Braves are the best team in Major League Baseball. Uh, <laughs> They've got it figured out, this whole baseball They're thing. also coming off a win against the Brewers, and they are the best team in baseball after a win. But that usually happens when you have the best record. Uh, the Royals are at the Guardians. Zach Greinke on the mound for Kansas City. Aaron Savale goes for the Guardians. Gentlemen, we have a system play. Uh-oh. Did the, they're coming off a win? The Royals oh, beat boy. the Guardians 5-3. Last night, meaning we take the Guardians. They're minus 195 in this game, but that's okay. We go Guardians on the run line. We fade Zach Greinke. We fade the Royals after a win. It is the most profitable thing you can do, betting against the Royals after a win. Oh, by the way, Zach Greinke's ERA away from Kansas City this season, seven point. Four, two. What's the uh, what's the price? What do we have to lay for the uh, minus one and a half? You ready for this? Yep. Plus one ten. Let's go. I, I'm in on this. Like I, I normally would just say I'll just play the minus one ninety five. I, I think they beat up the Royals here, so I, I, I'm with you here. The Mariners are at the Twins. George Kirby gets the start for the Mariners. Pablo Lopez for Minnesota. Minnesota's minus one twenty in this one. Total of eight. This is going to be my best bet for the show. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Mariners. I'm going to go with the Mariners plus one hundred five here. I, I like. I like Kirby. Uh, I've liked him all season. He had a bit, little bit of a lull, uh, but I love that he doesn't put on free base runners. And I, I don't think if, if the Twins aren't getting guys on via the walk, I don't think they're going to be able to beat him up. So give me Kirby at a dog price here. I, I don't hate that. Um, I re- yeah, I really don't hate that. Uh, last time Pablo Lopez pitched, ran into some trouble, trouble in the first inning, but was able to battle out of it. Uh, this could be a low-scoring game, maybe even a, a, a nerfy in this game, a no-run first inning maybe so. between George Kirby and Pablo Lopez. The Cubs are at the White Sox. Michael Kopech gets a start for Chicago. <laughs> Which Chicago? That's the White Sox. Kyle Hendricks goes for the Cubs. North side, south side, even line. McKenzie, who you got? So $17.5 billion is Stephen Cohen's net worth. <laughs> he spent $360 million on the Mets. I don't think he could afford $1.1 billion outlay because that's – that's not necessarily liquid. That's seventeen and a half billion. That's a reference from a couple of minutes ago. If you're listening, uh, paying He's attention, been doing here. his research. He's been That's doing all. His research. All right, Mackenzie. One thing at a time. The Chicago, Chicago in, Chicago. Yeah, Chicago in. San Diegans, White Sox, Cubs. Where are you going? Northsiders. It's a fine day in Wrigley. All right. Well, the game's in uh, guaranteed rate field. So. Oh, then Southsiders. It's on the South side. <laughs> <laughs> Go with the home team. Reds are, play- Reds are at the Brewers. <laughs> Andrew Abbott gets the start for Cincinnati. Corbin Burns from Milwaukee. Milwaukee's minus 160. Rangers and Astros uh, played a great game yesterday. Not so great for Araldis Chapman as uh, he gave up a big three-run shot. Oh, Sounds familiar, yeah, doesn't Aroldis it? Yeah, Chapman giving up a home run to the Astros. Huh? Well, Astros winning 10-9 in the battle for the West there and tonight we'll see JP France get the start for the Astros not sure what the Rangers are going to do with their pitching situation just yet. Chaz McCormick six batted in in the game that's good. Pretty good at sport. Cardinals are at the Diamondbacks. Steven Matz against Zach Gallen and it's Zach Gallen at home Cardinals winning yesterday against the Diamondbacks 10-6 so maybe Gallen gets the Snakes to bounce back after the loss. This is certainly a pitching mismatch with Matt's versus Gallon. Minus 134 I'm seeing here. That's, that's, 
tempting yep. on Zach Gallon at home. Pirates are at the Padres. Rich Hill goes for the Pirates. Blake Snell for the Padres. And the Blue Jays at the Dodgers. Julio Urias for the Dodgers. Chris Bassett for the Blue Jays. And Bassett, we've talked about him before. Ridiculous home road splits. Incredible at home. Not so much on the road. This could be the Dodgers play here. We just jumped over it, but do we go back to the Blake Snell under? Well, it depends how much you trust Rich Hill. I mean, how much do you trust the Padres lineup? That's a good point. <laughs> like, I uh, think I might go like a like a Pirates team total, like under. Okay. Because Blake Snell's been just that incredible over his last 11 starts. Boy, five and a half in the, in the first five innings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to lay minus 170 if you want that, though. So, you want the under? Yeah. Yeah. I, I might go with like a Pirates under team total. Okay. Pirates under three minus 120. For the game. Can you get me a three and a half? I can get you a two and a half at plus 110. How about that? Not good enough. Yeah, it's, that's tough. Three, yeah. three runs is tough. Three and a half, I'd like it. I'd take the under three and a half. Yeah. Maybe the move is just to, uh, just take to, the Padres. to skip it all and just to, yeah, take the oh, Padres are minus 260. Yeah, what's Padres' first five? Minus 260, same as the four. Run line, though. Uh, minus a half. Yeah, I just thought of that. Off the top yeah, of that's, that's minus one. a half, minus one seventy. Still heavily juiced. And you, again, I don't know if the Padres are going to be putting up any numbers. <sighs> I might go first five under five and a half. All right. Yesterday we got into the conversation about the best breakfast cereals. Today, we we make our announcements. We build our roster, our cereal roster. We build our pantry of cereal, and we did a randomizer to decide who got the first selection in the serial draft. Okay. The honor has gone to Scott Seidenberg. Wow. Second pick will go to McKenzie Rivers. I will have the third pick. We will snake four rounds, four serials each. Okay. Four. Scott, you have the honors. Wait, so point of order, are specific serials, like, variations? Like, if you say, I want Cap'n Crunch, but then in round three you decide to take peanut butter Cap'n Crunch, Good That's one. allowed. Okay. All right. They are separate. Okay. They are separate. All right. Now, I guess we're going like this has to go opinions, right? I mean, if no, no, you, I mean, it's an objective fact. Yeah. The best cereals, but you if have you, your opinion. We'll about, post but. this on Twitter. The people will, will uh, be able to decide. <laughs> I'm going to go cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. That's a, uh, that's a favorite. I'm, I, did, I expected that to be a high draft pick. So it would have been my first choice as well. I don't hate it. Mackenzie, wow, what do really? you think? It would have been my top ten. Maybe. I love cinnamon toast crunch milk. Like I used to, I, they I sell had, that. Do they really? Yeah. I had that idea a long time ago. I should have. Yeah. I should have got. This on might to be it. my second or third favorite, but I don't think you're going to guess my favorite. So you're you're uh, taking so I'm, a risk. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to go second round for my favorite, but this one will be peanut butter Captain Crunch. Okay. By the way, it's my It's Captain Crunch. It's not a real Captain. Wow, this blew my mind. I never realized that. <laughs> That True. is a power play as well. Hmm. I'm going to go with Fruity Pebbles. And with my second choice, oh, Cocoa Pebbles. Pebble. <laughs> I'm not going to double pebble. Okay, no double pebble. Gotcha. I'm going to go with the cousin of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Golden Grams. Okay. They bunch together in, in, in a in an yeah. effective way. I'm going to go uh, Rice Krispie Treat. Oh, that's a good cereal. That's a good one. Yeah, not regular Rice Krispies. No, these are rare. You have to, you have to look around for this. All right. Uh, Rice Krispies treat cereal, it was good for a little while. It really was. Uh, I'm, again, I'm going mass appeal, and I'm going with, like, the like everybody's, like, favorites and my favorites. Okay. 
If I couldn't have any other cereal, if I, if you told me you got to go in and you can only pick three or four boxes, and that's the only cereal you're going to yeah. have for the rest of your life. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is my first pick. My next draft pick, Honey Nut Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios, okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Any particular uh, flavor? I like the almonds. I like the one with the almonds, personally. No, just Honey Nut Cheerios. That's the flavor. Honey Nut Cheerios. Regular, the classic. Yeah. So, and you know what the little the bee? Yeah, Remember those commercials? Yeah. Ah, love that guy. Where are you going with your I'm choice, go, Oh, I got I go Oh, again. you get another. You I get a turn. Sorry. Okay, all right. All right, here we go. Give me a second. Now, this is tough. Because there's so many that I can choose here. I said yesterday, I, lo- I love me some some Special K. Mm-hmm. Special K protein was delicious, right? I'm going to go with Frosted Flakes. Mm. Tony the Tiger, Frosted Flakes. See, here's what, I, here's what I don't like. I feel like you're playing to the audience. You're not picking your favorite cereals. These are my favorite cereals. I, okay, you like Frosted Flakes more than the Protein Special K. I eat, I eat the Protein Special K more because it's healthier. Okay. All right. I accept that. I just don't want you playing to the audience. I want your, the, the cereal you would choose. I mean, it's obvious the audience. Because they're going to judge our taste. Yeah, the, uh, it's obvious the audience is going to choose my team. But I, I'm honest when I say these are the cereals that I eat. I accept that. I'm going to go rice. Uh, no, no. Raisin Bran Crunch. Raisin, Raisin Bran, Bran Crunch. Okay. Uh, I am going to go Apple Jacks. Wow. Classic. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up with Grape Nuts. All right, where are you going with your uh, your last choice? Mackenzie do Raisin Bran or what do you do? Raisin Bran Crunch. Oh, Raisin Bran Crunch, which is okay. far superior to Raisin Bran. <laughs> wow. Right, hold up. Let me let me catch up on my counting here. What'd you, what'd you go with, AJ? I want Apple Jacks and Grape Nuts. All right. Grape Nuts is good. I mean, the Grape Nuts just came out of nowhere. I don't even know. You know. Have you ever tried Grape Nuts with honey on them? No. Then you're missing out. You're missing out. Really good cereal, man. Not just good for you. Speaking of which. I'm gonna go Honey Nut Cheerios. No, that well, Scott's already taking Honey Nut Cheerios. I override your selection. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Fair enough. Are you gonna take regular Cheerios like that babies eat? Ew. <laughs> Gross. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm Irish. I'm gonna go Lucky Charms. Okay. They're Lucky magically Charms. delicious. They're they literally are. magically delicious. All right. Now I'm torn here between my last one. Now since you guys are done with your teams, yeah, I will allow you to help me select my final pick. Okay. I am torn between Cocoa Puffs. Because I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Or Honey Smacks. I don't even know mm. if they make Honey Smacks anymore. They do you remember? I think they just call them Smacks now. Do you remember the frog? The frog, Dig them, yeah. right? Yeah. The honey people got it. But them. wasn't there a bear before there was a frog? I only remember Dig them, the frog. Hmm. But I, I, it, it's between Cocoa. No, it was a bear. It was a bear? All right. It's between yeah. No, co- it was, uh, no, maybe not. Maybe the bear was for I think the bear is golden, golden crisp, golden oh, crisp, golden crisp, which is basically the same cereal. It's the post version of Kellogg's Honey Smacks. Yeah, the whole post versus General Mills yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're right. It was or a Kellogg's, frog. whatever. Yeah, it was a frog. So um, yeah, dig them. That's what I go. I'm, I'm. It's between that or Cocoa Puffs. What do you think? If I eat too many Honey Smacks, I feel sick. So I usually avoid Honey Smacks, but I do like honey flavored cereals. So man, I want some Honey Smacks right now. Like you know what I think is an underrated cereal, and it almost feels like an adult cereal: Honeycomb. Remember Honeycomb? Yeah, I was never a Honeycomb guy. I mean, it tasted like honey. What happened to Honeycomb? What about Honey? What about Honey Bunches of Oats? That's a good cereal too. Yeah. Wow. 
Put me down for Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs it is? Yeah, I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Well, we will have the results of our poll tomorrow on the show. So go to uh, any of our Twitters, at AJ is the real. At what's yours now, Mac? At Mac and Rivers. At Mac and Rivers and at? Scott's on air. Scott's on air. You can Let me do that again and pretend like I know (laughs) our fucking Twitter handles. Three, two, one. So you can go to any of our Twitters. I'm at AJ is the real. Mackenzie's at Mac and Rivers and at Scott's on air. We will all tweet out the poll. We just need we just ask for your vote. That's all we ask for. Is we we don't ask you to vote for our cereals. We ask you to vote for who you think has the best pantry of cereal. Vote your conscience. That's right. Feel good about yourself. And head on over to pregame.com and take advantage of a discounted package or a daily best bet that you would like to jump on board with. We got baseball every day. We got football coming up. This is the last week without football. So you want to make sure that you have your package locked in at pregame.com. All new members get a free $25 just for signing up. And you can use that to uh, get $25 off of a package or maybe just get a daily three-star best bet for free. Why not? And you can take 20% off your purchase at pregame.com using our promo code HEAT20. H-E-A-T. Heat 20 is going to get you 20% off at pregame.com. From Mackenzie Rivers, A.J. Hoffman, General Mill, Kellogg, and Post, I'm Scott Seidenberg. We are straight out of Vegas AM.